0: Testing, testing, one, two, three, testing, testing, one, two, three. We are on the air. This is Thesis. Three, two, one, we are on the air. This is Thesis. Everything is everything. I am your host, Jay Marie. How's it going out there, folks? Hope you are doing well. Thank you for showing up today and hanging out with us coming to you live from Zombie Land as always. Yes indeed. Hat Tip Didi. What's going on out there folks? Uh yeah. So, you know, I was uh, actually I in, I just got done working out. I um I or, re, I made some room in the garage <laughs> cuz uh you know, this this time of year, man, it really some it does something. It does something to us. Um and that's what I wanted to talk to you about today, and not exactly the time of the year, but uh, some, you know, cause okay, so it seems like first of all, y'all know I like to work out and like to run and do all this shit, right? Um, but ever since the ever since the daylight savings time, dude, it's thrown my my internal clock or whatever like upside down. Uh, I hadn't hit the gym in. Man, it must be like two and a half weeks, I think, already. Uh, and I just checked my 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 tracking thing, and I hadn't ran in like two weeks or more now. So I'm like, what the hell, right? And um, yeah, I've been feeling kind of tired or whatever, and I think it's the time of, I think it's that, you know, how it gets dark. You know, I think our body is used to, you know, dark means... It's time to wrap it up. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So our internal clock or whatever, it's that once it gets dark, it's, you know, it, it knows that very soon it's time to wrap up. And, and because, look, you know, during the summer when it gets dark at eight thirty eight forty five you know, type shit, I'm out there running till the sun goes down. Then I come home, then I eat, and I'm wrapped up around, you know, I mean, I wrap up around 9, basically, when the sun goes down and all that. But now it's like, you know, seven o'clock comes around and you have, you know, your body's ready to shut down. You know, it's like you don't have no energy. I don't have no damn energy. So anyway, I've been sl, I've been slug- I've been sl- uh, slogging for a couple of weeks. But so, you know, okay. So here's the thing. You know, in the garage here's like a workshop. You know, tools. Uh you know there's a couple of cars in here, my brother's cars that he works that he works on and he does his thing right here with these cars. And uh you know it's it's a it's a huge garage. Um but it's full of stuff, you know, cars and and tools and and all kinds of stuff, right? So you know, um so this thing it this this place needed some straightening out. Right? And uh, for a while, I didn't want to come in here uh, because of, you know, it's just, you know, it was just so bad in here with all the... And it's very uncomfortable, you know, because there's no room because of all the tools and all the cars or whatever. So I would put off coming off in here because, you know, it's like, all right. Um, But I was thinking the other day, it's like, you know, why not just get in here and straighten some stuff out? So I started in one little spot, you know put the tools together and whatever, right? You know, organizing, getting rid of trash, organizing stuff, stuff where it goes, putting tools together. Um, you know, if there are plumbing tools, with the plumbing tools, if there are yard tools, you know what I'm saying? organize, Cleaned up. So I got a nice spot cleaned up. Alright, cool. And the next day I did another spot over there. This other table, this other work spot, got it all cleared up, organized and everything. Alright, sweet. Now there's a little, you know, it's starting to feel a little bit better in here, right? there, but then, uh, so so there's cars in here. And uh, you know, they're, they're all on jack stands and this and that. Man, and I was like, man, we need something. We need something with wheels where I, where I can, you know, uh, like a jack stand with wheels, where I can put this car on and we can just move it around, you know? Cause there's plenty of room for stuff to move around, but if it's stationary on jack stands, you know, you can't move it. So, you know, I went and bought some big ass wood, two by 10. You know, and some wheels rated, you know, the um, 250 pounds each. Because, I mean, the 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 car, the car that I wanted to make this jack stand for, you know, it's just a shell. So it might weigh about 800 pounds or something maybe. So I made this platform with, with four wheels on it. You know, out of big ass 2x10 and shit. And uh, I put the car on it, and now I can move it around. So... Now I got now it's on a platform with wheels, man. I started moving that sucker around, you know. Got more stuff organized over there on that side, you know. Put this, some stuff together over there, and I was able to completely turn the car in a completely different direction and tuck it away in the corner. <laughs> there's like a there's like a, a, a nook, you know, over in the corner, and I slid it right in there, and by myself. You know, because of that platform that I made. Right? Hell yeah. So shit. Now I got a shit ton of space. I you know, with me clearing up right what I did with this area here, the work spot over there. Well it's it's in it's in the same area, but you know, here and then over here. And then the car was right there, so I moved it, boom. So with me doing that let me see. I I cleared up about uh that looks like 15 by 20 spot space you know with some time and some you know little elbow grease little organization you know a little creativity with the platform and I just or I just opened up you know whatever I don't know math right (laughs) so let me see if it was 10 by 10 that's 100 square feet if it was 20 by 20 that would be 200 square feet (laughs) math i think so so something like 150 square feet i don't fucking know the thing is there's plenty of space now all right so i was like yeah i got room i got room in here now to do stuff now you know i was thinking today right like so i got the gym membership and i can go whenever the hell i want um I'm not too sure what was going on, but I think they went back down to 25%. I'm not really even sure with these pinch of lockdowns and shit. So I said, you know, what? I don't even want to fucking go to the gym. And, and uh, that was kind of one of the reasons why I wanted to make some room here. Because there's plenty of room for me to work out at home. You know, it's just the time and the thing and the getting the motivation to get out there and whatever and having to dress up and go to the gym, whatever, right? So I said, you know what? Aquí me lo. So today, as I was driving around, I went. And I bought some. I bought a couple of things, right? I bought this slam ball. Well, I guess so. Y'all, so I don't know if, you, if y'all know, like a medicine ball. They're like these balls <laughs> that are weighted, but they're for working out, right? Uh, there's different styles. Some look like a basketball. Imagine a, a basketball. You know, there's different sizes, but weighted. Uh, you know, like I saw one I was tr- looking at. So I went to the store and I was looking at what they had. And some look like a basketball, you know, and that one was about 16 pounds. And it's heavy, right? So so some of them bounce. Like that one did have a good little bounce to it. Like when you slam it, it bounces back up. Then they have these other ones that are much bigger. Um, like, you know, like uh, let's say twice the size of a basketball, let's say. Uh, but they're they have a leather casing outside you know really well thick leather uh stitched and they're big and they're kind of spongy but they got weight on them they have different sizes too you know so they had some of those I saw one it was 25 pounds and those like you know you can um, do like a squat thrust um, you know weighted ball, medicine ball squat thrust right you do a squat and you and you uh, not thrust I'm sorry Uh uh, you do squats and then you throw them up in the air. I can't remember what they're called, right? And that, and those are, are really good for, the, for that particular exercise because they're soft, but they're heavy, but they have a soft shell to them, you know? So if it happens to crack you in the face, it's not going to hurt. I mean, it's 25 pounds, you know, it's like a putazo, 25 pound putazo on your face but with some soft on it, <laughs> like 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 if it had a punching glove on it, like a boxing glove. There you go, a boxing glove. You know, so they have those right there. Those are really badass because you could slam them holes too. Um, and like I said, they're soft to the touch. Then there's this other one. That, uh, you might have seen them. This is about the size of a basketball also, but it has thread on it, like wheel thread. So it's black. It looks like a, like a, like, like if you're, when you look at it, imagine a basketball, but made out of tire, right? Like that. It looks like that. Now, I got one that's 25 pounds. Uh, actually, so in one of the Spartan races uh, at the stadium, they had, an uh, it, you know, it's considered an obstacle, but you had to do, what, 30? Of those, you, you, you pick the ball up, hit it to your chest, reach straight up, and then drop it to the floor, and then you got to do that 30 times. Right, so I got one of these. I liked it. I bought this one. Now you know what? Like sports equipment is fucking sick. Now those two other, those two other balls that I was talking about earlier, the the, the one that I was just talking about, the soft one that's like the putazo, <laughs> in the face, right? With that one, that bitch costed a hundred bucks, nigga. It's twenty five pounds, but that whole costed a hundred bucks. The other one that was like a basketball smooth, that was sixteen pounds. That sucker was like $75. Like, what the fuck? But this one that looked like a tire uh, was uh, $35, which was fucking great. I got that hole real quick. Humble was like, yeah, it's because those other ones, you know, we mark them up because they're not our brand or whatever he said. But these are our brand right mm-hmm. here. He said, and, we, and, you know, there's no markup, so you're getting straight price. And, yeah, so I got that hole. And, of course, I was doing some workout earlier. You know, you fucking nigga, I was woof. But yeah, so, you know, I got the things and, I, and then I already got a little weight set here. Oh, and I also got one of those exercise balls. Cause see, I have this issue on my lower back. Um, so I can't do, um, like I, I can't do abs on the floor, even if there's a mat under me, you know? So, uh, you know, those big, they look like big spongy, bouncy balls, but they're for exercise, you know? And I, and I got the 55 um, centimeter one it's the smallest size, I believe, and I use that for my abs. You know, you lean back on it, and and uh, you know, it's 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 much more easy on the back. But also, you overextend your ab muscles when you stretch back because imagine you're on the mall, you're on a ball, right? So when you're on the floor, you're flat. So when you go back, you reach only a certain boom, right? When you when you hit floor level, that's as far as back as you go. So your abs only reach a certain uh, st- straightness, right? The the parallel to the floor, basically. But when you're on one of the uh, exercise balls, what actually happens is, as you go back, you overextend your ab muscles, which gives it more, um, more, more pull in the opposite direction, because you're overextending. And what that does is actually more more beneficial to building your ab muscles you know I've been doing um, the uh, abs on the ball for you know for for quite a while now and I mean you can really tell the difference in the size of of the muscle itself but anyhow I'm not here to talk about (laughs) exercise What I did want to mention was though today something clicked you know not really just today but uh, when did I, what's today? Uh, so I, I, I straightened this out on, on Sunday. No, 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 my bad. What's today? Fuck. Today's Wednesday. Tuesday. Yeah, I, okay. So yesterday is when I got home and I said, you know what? Fuck it. And I went, cause I finished early. I went to Home Depot, got the wood, got the wheels and uh, everything I needed. Right. And I just, I, I had to, I just said, I had this feeling in my mind. I had this thing that it was just like let's just freaking do it right i don't have to ask nobody for help i don't gotta ask my brother i don't gotta tell my dad you know what i'm saying because see this is my brother's cars you know he's working on them that's his stuff these tools are all of ours some of them are his some of them are mine some of them are dad's whatever but so they're all of ours you know this property belongs to the family right uh but you know sometimes i think out of out of um I don't know if it's meekness, you know, I think it might be a little bit of that, but also out of out of the sense of respect, like the respect for my brother's stuff, let's say. You know, I don't want to mess with his stuff, you know, because I don't want to, you know, somebody when somebody else sits at your desk, let's say, and they move your stuff around, you come back the day after, the next day, whatever, and your stuff is moved around, it's like, hold him up, this is, you know, it's kind of like, hey, this is my property, right? Why are you touching my stuff? So, you know, so there's sort of this thing, this feeling like that. I think that, that, you know, we do out of respect, I think, because I think, um, we've all probably experienced at some point in our life, you know, these, these type of things, right? And out of respect, we're like, okay, you know, so, so for a while, when I was, when I said that I didn't want to come in here, it was kind of because of that, like, okay, that's his stuff. I, I don't want to, and then I'm, I'm, you know, disorder. It's like ah, I can't, I can't do it. You know. Um, now I mean, we all have some disorder in our lives, right? But a garage, a workshop, you know, it needs to be straight, at least as as straight, straightened out as as much as you possibly can. You know, tools and stuff, everything, else, right? It's just order. It's just, order is good. So I can't really, I couldn't, I can't stand it. You know. So I, want, I had to do something about it. And that feeling was, let's freaking do it. You know, I came in here, I looked, what do I need? Okay, we need a platform. Started thinking, okay, I made a think in my mind, a quick design, what size do I need? Right, boom, boom, boom. Went and got it, started doing it. I was in here for legit four hours, five hours. I didn't go inside till like midnight, I think. Well, of course, because once I was done, then I sat down, you know, smoked a piece, you know, and watched a couple videos or whatever. You know, afterwards, you know, you take a break, you rest, and you celebrate. (laughs) But the, you know, when I told myself that, hey, let's freaking do this shit. You know, I I was even angry. It was almost like, like, you know, I was mad at myself. You know, and here's the thing. It's It's not an anger, like. You know, it's more like a an indignation, something, right? A righteous indignation, something. Like, cause I, you know, like we talk a lot about how, uh, you know, how we try to discipline ourselves and, you know, whatever works for us and whatever situations and whatever, right? So, one of the things that I like to do is, is you know, it sounds crazy, but like talk to myself, <laughs> but not in a hey, I have a conversation. More like in a disciplinary manner. The way a father would talk, you know, as the, to, to, the way a father talks to the son, right? You know, and I was like, dude, why, why, you know, because Mm -hmm. one of my initial thoughts was like, you know what, I'm not even just, I'm not going to mess with anything. I'm just going to, you know, do my thing, whatever. But, but then I started telling myself, well, why are you going to just, you know, um, Kind of like, uh, like give up. Almost, it's not like a give up. It's like not even wanting to fight, not even putting up a fight, right? And we're talking philosophical here because there's nothing to fight about. Now, and I don't mean this like fighting with my brother, fighting with no, no, no. The fight itself, this issue at hand, you know. Organize. I need this place needs to be organized. I need to make room, right? That's the issue. That's the battle at hand, right? And And with me not even attempting it, it's like a surrender before the fight. You know, we're thinking Sun Tzu, we're thinking battle, you know, all these things, right? But philosophically, I'm surrendering before the fight. So I've already lost by not doing nothing. Right? Because with me not doing nothing, I'm restricting myself from from coming in here and enjoying the space or do or or you know the workshop whatever you know by i by i rest, you know <clears throat> forgiving by surrendering you know it's like you are wiping away any possibility of any um, progress because you haven't even attempted it. Right? So something clicked at me and something said, you know what, let's just do it. Fuck everything. Just do it. Because I knew in my mind I wasn't here to to you know because look, I can I can imagine in certain situations, right? Let's just in a in a hypothetical world, you know, I'm angry, right? Because I can't use the garage or whatever and I come and I just start throwing stuff away and whatever, like that doesn't help anything right but when you come with correct intentions with correct morals and correct vision of what needs to be done and you do it properly then you don't have to worry about the repercussions or whatever or or upsetting somebody or or whatever because you know you've thought things through right you've looked at the situation you said you've thought about what you can do You know you're there to straighten things out. You're not coming with any malintent, right? So all these things will determine how it all works out in the end, right? We've talked a lot about this before. If you're angry, then it it, it resonates outside. So you know, you come with a plan, you think of it, you do it, you execute that plan properly, and then in the end, you will see that it was something correct. You know, I, uh, so since, you know, so since, um, you know, earlier I was talking about the respect for my father and respect for my brother's property and those type of things, you know, and that meekness of, of wanting to do something, of wanting to straighten this place out or, or whatever, right? It's the, it's, 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 um, you know, so. Like I was saying earlier, I would tell myself, like, why, right? I think, I think, <clears throat> look, <laughs> back to, back to um, <laughs> a little bit, <clears throat> forgive me. I'm jumping around, pero, you know, the the exercise, the fitness and all of that, you know, that's the lifestyle that, that I've been living for for many years now, but hardcore straight up more than three years now. You know, balls to fucking race long distances and to run hills and trails and all kinds of stuff, right? And then to think that you can conquer all kinds of stuff, yet here in this instance, you are being meek. You know, that is not who you are. And mind you, I'm, ta- I'm talking like myself, right? That is not who you are. You've been able to accomplish all these things. You're a badass, you're a tough ass, you're a Spartan, all this shit, right? You're a half marathon runner, you're a trail runner, all these things. Yet, you're scared of of doing something because it might upset your brother or your father. Mm -hmm. And mind you, I'm talking hypothetical. Uh, because this is not this is not what it's about, but this is a a a theme I think, a story that I think many people out there can probably associate with a little bit, right? So, how am I going to be scared of something like that, right? So something clicked in me and said, you know what? Just do it. Why? Because of the planning and the proper procedures that I. You know, and everything placed in order and everything, and I, with no malintent, right? And everything came out great. Mm-hmm. I cleared up a bunch of room. Everything's great. Mm-hmm. I'm sure my brother, if I'm not, I don't know if he's been here yet uh, in the past couple of days, but once he sees that platform, I know he's gonna love it because mm-hmm. it actually helps him also. Because when he comes in, and works on his car, he could slide it and move it around wherever he needs to. And when he's done, he needs to slide it back into place, right? Right? So so in the end it's a good thing what I did. For my father too. He likes to come in here and do, you know, do little workshop stuff or whatever, work on stuff too. And and now there's room for him to do his thing in here too. I've cleared up a much more a bigger amount of space for some maneuvering in here. Right? So if I go back to when I was worried about maybe upsetting somebody or whatever, remember we're talking hypothetically because I don't know, but that was kind of, you know, kind of a slight concern. Not necessarily upsetting, but you know, not wanting to overstep, let's say. Mm-hmm. You know, but it worked out. It worked out in the end because of my approach. You know, este, but if I wouldn't have done anything, if I wouldn't have took the, you know, the uh, effort or ma- made the effort, right, to to fix it up, to clean it up, to make that platform with the wheels, to go buy it, to invest that little money in the in the materials or whatever, right? If I wouldn't have made that effort, this this place would have still been the way it was. But I I I made that effort. I took the initiative to get that stuff done, and it worked out good. And I feel good about it. I feel positive about it. Like, okay, good. Because now, looking back, you know, I can see how when I hesitated and when I was worried and when I didn't do anything or whatever, and now I can see that, hey, okay, it, it took a few days worth of work, sure, you know, all together... You know, I had to invest some time, right? A little bit of money, not much, but to make the platform and to buy the stuff, right? As the, you know, and and okay, right on. I'm like, okay, good. It was good that I tell myself it was good that you decided to do it. You know, sometimes stuff needs to be done. As the and for whatever reason we procrastinate. I mean, look, we're human, right? We procrastinate. We can always find excuses or reasons or whatever. And I mean, some some reasons are legitimate. You know, there's excuses, and then there's reasons. As for instance, lack of 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 uh, finance. Let's say money, right? To 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 buy the wood to make the platform or whatever. Okay. I understand. So see, that's like a reason why I can I couldn't do it. Let's say, right? So so there's but then there's excuses. I have the money, I have the time. You know, I'm not I I I'm healthy. I have fingers and limbs that work. We have tools, right? So not being able to not and it's not even being able to do it. It's not doing it, right? Not doing it like what the heck? You know, there's, there's no, oh, I'm too tired, I'm too, whatever. We can make excuses all day long. Those are excuses. You know, but when you take a little bit of initiative, you know, a little, I don't know, kind of grabbing the steering wheel, right, a little leadership, you just, you just, you do it, you do it right, you do it good, you know? In any situation that might arise, a lot of times there's stuff that needs to be done, and and I mean common stuff. Not you know, not everything is a big ordeal. Sometimes stuff needs to be done around the house, around the yard, right? This branch that keeps growing over the towards the street, and you need to trim it. You know, climb the tree, grab a a saw and saw it if you don't have a chainsaw. You know, make do with what you got. I'm saying. Whatever it is, and inside, and think about it. Look how simple. Look how small and how simple we can start, in your bedroom, right? Uh, in your, in your garage, like here, right? In your whatever, your storage room. It's a mess. Your desk at work, it's a mess, right? That pile of laundry. Ah. These things that exist, these problems that exist in our world that are, tiny in the grand scope of things, I mean it's not a disease or anything, right? It's a pile of clothes. These are small problems that we procrastinate but then we also let them become um, like monsters. (laughs) That pile of clothes that hasn't got washed or hasn't got folded or whatever, becomes a monster because it becomes something that, that you just avoid. Because of procrastination or whatever, that pile keeps getting bigger. Or whatever it is, right? But let's use that for an example. And then somehow, philosophically, it becomes like a monster that you don't even want to... You're scared of it. You hate it. You're like, oh, it's a fucking pile of clothes. Fuck. Ah! And you just don't want to deal with it. So you just grab the... Whatever. I don't know. Right? right? are just using an example. It becomes... It becomes bigger than what it is. A monster almost. The serpent with a lot of heads. Scary. Like, you don't even want to approach it. Think about it. Think about it. You don't even want to approach the problem. When the the garage was jacked up, I didn't even want to come in here. Because it would upset me on how jacked up it was. Like, damn, I just want to come and smoke a blunt in the garage. There's no room. Right? So it would upset me. That's them. So, you know, when there's... When there's disorder, it affects us, it affects us in certain ways, uh, you know, um, psychologically. I didn't want to come in the garage, it was a monster. It would even upset me, I didn't want to come in here, right? That pile of clothes, monster. That car that's sitting in the driveway that you said you know what it needs, just needs this one part and this and that and whatever and you're letting it, but whatever, for whatever reason you never do it, right? When we let something sit that needs to be attended to, and we let it sit, it becomes a bigger problem than, you know, than what it originally was. Think about your taxes. Don't do your taxes for a few years. See if that becomes a problem, (laughs) right? And of course, it's it's that's just of course everybody's gonna get in trouble with not doing taxes. But some stuff you know, becomes a bigger issue. You know, one thing that I love so much and I've learned so much, um, you know, I used to talk about him early on, but I'm sure a lot of you out there might know who this is, and if not, uh, Professor Jordan Peterson, he's a professor of psychology, um, uh, University of uh, Toronto. He wrote a book, 13 Rules for Life, and he has lectures and all this stuff um and i've learned so much from him uh psychologically about myself but about also about how we behave and and uh, you know just a lot of great things and uh one of the things that he stri- uh, that he stresses a lot on is finding order right organization in your life organization at home organization and in, 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 at work you know order instead of chaos and an example that he gives is like um, you know uh, something like it's if you want to change the world clean your room right uh, basically it's like start small because if if my desk at work is a mess if my room at home is a mess right if my relationships are a mess or whatever I can't change the world I can't do anything out there I can't I can't even do anything positive for myself much less the world right so if we want to change the world we need to start with ourselves little tasks like like cleaning your desk, cleaning your room, organizing, even start with a small area. Start with that one corner over there where all the stuff is at, where all the shit that got piled up over the years. Start there for about an hour, right? Clean up a little bit, get a trash bag, throw some stuff away or organize some stuff. Put some stuff in the attic, in the garage, buy some totes, right? Little by little, every little bit of progress um, is good, right? Any movement forward is good. And then day after day, every little movement compounds. So before you know it, because, you know, the next day you put 30 minutes into into the another 30 minutes the next day or whatever, right? So before you know it, boom, man, I strained out my fucking room. Got rid of trash. Put the stuff up that needs to be in the attic. Whatever. Organize my shoes. Whatever. Right? Before you know it. Oh, man, that's good. That's a positive feeling. Because you slayed that monster. That room. You know that. I don't want to fucking clean this thing. I don't want to. That pile of clothes. Whatever. You slayed it. You conquered it. Wow. Feels good. Feels good afterwards. You want to celebrate. You know what I'm saying? And well, first and foremost, attribution to to um Dr. Peterson because that is straight from his lesson. Start small. Start small in whatever it is. And see, we use these problems like cleaning your room, metaphorically, even. Because, yes, clean your freaking room. But but it translates into other parts of our lives, in our relationships, in how we think, how we behave, how we internalize our problems, or how we deal with our problems. You know? It all starts in here. But the little changes that we make, they, you can make changes, tiny changes that aren't so hard. Right? Going in that room and, like for instance, coming in here. It took me a few days to straighten it all out, you know, one day on this side, another day on that side, then another day over here. So, all together, it would have taken me, you know, for a, uh, I don't know, 16 hours or more to get in here and do all of the stuff that I did in, in, in de un chingazo, right? That from one, in one swoop, right? But I broke it up into three pieces, three days. One day over here, one day over there, over there. Boom! Look, bam! So when we look at that philosophically, even mathematically, there was three increments, right? Three pieces, and look what got accomplished, right? Same thing with our life, right? It, whatever it is, you can you can uh, uh, um you can approach uh, problems, attack problems. Incrementally, little by little. But the thing is action. We talked about that before is is you know you, you could talk all the game. Oh I want to work out, oh I wanna this, oh I wanna clean up I wanna clean the ground, oh I wanna clean my room, oh I want to do this. Okay. Faith, right? Like we're saying. Faith and action. Oh, I want to do this, I wanna do this. Well, do it. Just fucking do it. Excuses, reasons, whatever. Make do with what you got. Because once you say something, Oh, I need to cut that branch. You're giving it life. I'm going to cut that branch. Okay, you're giving it life. But you never do. What the hell? Action is really important. It's like, do it. Just fucking do it. Today, um, I had that, that spirit inside of me. That fucking do it spirit. Yesterday, I had that just fucking do it spirit. And the weekend also, when I started working on this. Got my stuff. Got my workout stuff. My weights. My slam ball. Everything. I said, just fucking do it. You know, there's there's things, I'm sorry for repeating myself, there's things that need to be addressed. There's things that need to get done. And who better but you to do them. Right? You know, I was thinking, um, I saw, um, where was it? Early on in the year, I don't know, some political message from one of the local city official people who's running in some district, whatever, right? But, you know, he lives in the the southern district, one of the districts, um, you know, one of the poor poor sides of town where, you know, a little neglected by the city and stuff, right? And this guy, uh, he's running for city council or whatever it was. It might have been Congress. I'm not sure but in one of the local districts here uh and I saw his um his little commercial or not even a commercial it was something he did like he went live on Facebook or something uh, and he he was at this spot where apparently the city uh doesn't come and cut the grass anymore right so this whole area is just like overgrown with grass and you know and the and the trash and stuff has been piling up right and he, and he's, uh, he's there with his camera and his couple friends or whoever and he's like look at this look mm-hmm. how the city has neglected our neighborhood you know we vote for them they tax us or whatever man look look what they do they don't even clean up they don't even cut the grass they don't even know. and he's there right he's showing us he's showing us mm-hmm. what what the city hasn't done Right, and okay, yeah, damn fucking city, you know these these this, this this sort of stuff happens in cities and governments, whatever. But back to the guy. So he's there, and he's like, "Look, this place has been neglected for so long. You know, we need somebody who's gonna fight for us. Vote for me, and I'm gonna fight for this neighborhood. I'll make sure that that the city, you know." Uh, uh, utilities and everything gets out here and does what they're supposed to do. I'll make sure everything gets done if you vote for me. Right? Yeah. Wow. wow. Right on, bro. That's leadership. That's fucking leadership. That's not leadership. That's bitch ass. Motherfucker. I don't know how else to say it. It's motherfucker talking about Vote for me, and I'll make sure the city is gonna come and cut the grass. We need someone like me, right, to be in the to be a congressman, to be a, a, a councilman, council member, whatever. So, so I can make sure they get shit done. Vote for me. I'm gonna get shit done for y'all, motherfucker. Why didn't you show up with a lawnmower, bitch? Why don't you go get a couple of your homies and say, look, we're going to go over here and we're going to cut this motherfucker. Why didn't you do that? Why don't you gather up some people, some some other folks who are willing to work, and you yourself work. Bring the motherfucking chainsaw. Bring the motherfucking lawnmowers. Bring the water for the people who are going to help you, for the volunteers. Sure, bring a camera if you want to show people you know, what y'all are doing. I would be more impressed with something like that then the motherfucker waiting for somebody else to do something motherfucker you want my vote you you think you think that's leadership you standing there pointing stuff out to us telling us that of some kind of promise that you are going to make sure it gets done once you get over there Motherfucker, why don't you just do it right now and show me that you're going to do it? Why don't you just fucking show me that you're going to do it? Then I'd fucking vote for you. Motherfuckers ask all the time, why doesn't somebody do this? Why doesn't somebody do that? What are we going to do? What can we do? What can we do? Always waiting for someone else. Always waiting for someone else To lead the way. Always waiting for someone else to start. To start the movement. Looking for someone else. And that's fine. Look, hey, not all people got leadership skills, leadership qualities. If you asking, why aren't others, what can we do, this, waiting for other people to do stuff. Man, well, you know, okay. But don't call yourself a leader. Don't expect people to follow you. Follow what? What are you leading? If you're waiting for someone else to do something. Don't ask to be followed. Because there's nothing to follow. Leaders rise up. Leaders take charge. Leaders grab a hold of the steering wheel and the situation, and they do the best they can with what they got. In whatever the situation may be. Motherfucker was asking for people's votes. Standing in front of this big ass field. Talking about, why hasn't someone else done something? Don't ask those fucking questions. Why hasn't someone else done something? Ask yourself, Why haven't I done something? Ask yourself, Why haven't I done something? And figure it out. Why haven't I? Why? Why? What is it? What's going on? Am I procrastinating? Am I lazy? Am I, what's going on? Am I scared? Am I this? Analyze yourself. Analyze yourself. Analyze your thoughts for Christ's sake. Ask yourself questions, be honest with yourself. You will come to these answers, you will know the reasons of why things are happening the way they are. Looking for others to fix your problems it's not a, it's not a fruitful effort. You will fix your problems. And mind you, I'm, you know, how we talk here. We talk philosophically. We talk metaphorically, right? We talk in all these different ways because we want our minds to be able to decipher these things, right? You, you will fix your problems. Example, what was my problem? This fucking work area is a mess, I ain't got space to do anything. I want to utilize this space, but it, it's I can't. That's the fucking problem. And I said, let's do it. I attacked it with a plan. I did it. Did it good. Now it's all good. I didn't wait for nobody else. I didn't wait for nobody else. If I would have waited for somebody else, I'd still be waiting. There's issues out there that need to be addressed. In your life, in your home, at work. You know, internally. There's issues that need to be addressed. In the world around you. Some stuff is simple. Simple little tasks around the house, around the yard, you know. Other tasks are a little bit more hard, are harder. You know, relationships. Relationships with our spouses, our boyfriends, girlfriends, whatever. Even with our families. I mean, it takes, it takes work to cultivate good relationships. You know, it takes... takes work we if we just sit back and wait nothing will ever get done Mm -hmm. things don't get done I mean damn it we 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 have a hard time doing things for ourselves you know But man, we gotta find that push. We gotta find that fire, that spark, whatever it may be. You know, I was really slugging, right? So I've been slugging for a couple weeks. Um, You know, Thanksgiving, I was like, okay. Kinda let loose a little bit. Uh, And I said, okay, I'll take a few days off. I mean, I I have been kicking ass straight three years straight hardcore, right? So, um, you know, I've earned I've earned a little, a little vacation, but man, dude, I needed, I needed to get on it, cause I lost, I had lost that fire, and I'm so glad that that thing clicked in me today, you know that, and and the other days too, because it was a process from from when I started getting this area, you know, organized to to where we are now, mm-hmm. it was a process, but man, I'm so glad I did it, because I'm stoked now. Like, now I'm on fire, like, okay, good. We did it, it got done. I got a badass workout in, I got fucking room. You know what I'm saying, I'm in here right now. Shit, nigga, nigga, fucking bunker, baby. Shit. But, I feel good. I feel good about myself. I feel good about the situation. I feel good because I did something good for my bro. I know he's gonna fucking love that fucking platform. He's gonna be like, hell yeah. I feel good for my, my pops. Because now he got space, right? I didn't have to ask nobody. I just had to do it. I didn't have to say nothing. I didn't have to announce anything. I just had to do it. Things just have to get done. The world is full of problems all kinds of problems political problems i mean all kinds of problems nature nature natural pro- you know geopolitical or pro- whatever location all kinds of stuff but things issues problems can be solved but it takes some work it takes some work it takes some leadership it takes people um, with vision, stepping in, in the gap, um, and and leading the way, taking charge. You know, um, leadership leadership is weird because you can be put in a position of leadership, but doesn't doesn't automatically reflect on your leadership ability you know you know so Plato uh, Socrates in Plato's Republic talks about um, for instance a a a horse trainer right a horse trainer Um, does he do what is best for the horse trainer or does he do what is best for the horse so he does what's best for the horse. A ship's captain does he do what's best for the ship's captain? or does he do what's best for the ship and those underneath his um, his uh, t- uh, you know leadership or whatever right? those underneath those inside his vessel, those who work for him, right? he does what's best for the ship and for all those involved that's what a captain does because safety of the people of the cargo of whatever right all these things he's not worried about himself he's worried about his cargo and every himself but everything else that comes with it of course that's what a leader does that's what a so the horse trainer the ship's captain right it's them when you think of of a leader a, a leadership let's say if that's one of the main uh, so see philosophically that's one of the main tenets, let's say is doing what's best for that which you are above or over or whatever, right? Like, like for instance, real quick, thesis. So Jesus, right, the, in the Bible says basically that a king is a servant of the people. So a king does what's best for the people, not what's best for him. Now mind you, how similar those two things sound, right? And sorry, this is just a little thesis, uh, you know, a little (whistles) right quick. But notice how those two things, similar those two things sound. Because a true leader, leadership is about um, 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 the outcome, right? It's like um, here in the room, I decided I had to get this thing done because of the vision of what I saw the end result being positive thing for my brother positive thing for my father positive thing for me mm-hmm. and for the workshop right for the garage All together, good things leading that which I was doing leading the mission that I was on a good thing a pure thing a positive thing order uh, from the chaos because there was chaos in here we needed order in here was a good thing you know if we approach problems in a pure manner right in a positive manner with good intentions you know and and not just good intentions because that's not all it's about you know, planning, good intentions, work, all of it, right? All these, all these different aspects of it. When you approach a problem, a situation like that, you can rest assured that the end result, um, higher probability of the end result being good. Right? If all of these aspects are involved in that problem, solving of that problem but the main main part the most important part is the action part because all the planning in the world right all the desire in the world all the bickering and anger about why isn't this place straightened out in the world would never Straighten this place out. Mm-hmm. All of those things will never translate to this place being organized. All the pointing, you know, and it, this, and mind you, in any situation, bickering, arguing, pointing stuff out doesn't change anything. It doesn't fix anything. Mm-hmm. It doesn't bring order to anything. What does? Bring order is the action. All the planning in the world ain't gonna bring order, but action. Just fucking do it. Whatever it is, just fucking do it. Someone needs to stand up. You stand up. You see an injustice, nobody's saying, why isn't nobody saying nothing? Why isn't nobody doing nothing? You fucking do it. You know, you see somebody um, being punked, being bullied, whatever, being robbed, whatever, whatever the situation, fucking do something. Don't wait for others to do something. Just fucking do it. Quit making excuses. Quit trying to find Reasons, quit procrastinating, get your ass up, and just fucking do it. Alright folks, alright, I hope you enjoyed today's lesson, because I don't know who needed to hear it, (laughs) but you know, so get up there, get out there, get it together, get on it, Push yourself, get on it, do it now. Alright? Alright, that's it. Alright guys, I want to thank you for hanging out with us today. um, I hope you enjoyed this lesson. We're kind of short today, so it's okay. I think we're good. Uh, I want to welcome any new listeners and thank you. If you are a new listener, hit the subscribe button. uh, Because we don't put out content every day. So hit the subscribe button. Check back soon. You know what I'm saying. And if you like what you hear, please tell your friends. Um, what else? Uh, oh yeah, email is in the description if you would like to reach out. Love to hear from you. I have an amazing, awesome interview coming up. Uh, should be the next show that you hear. So wait, just wait for that. I just I won't tell you much more than that. But. It's ready to go. All right, guys. So I want to thank you again. Um, please take care of yourself out there. Uh, be safe out there. Um, push yourself. Find that fire. Find that spark and just freaking do it, man. Okay? Stop making excuses. Get out there and freaking do it. Do it hard. <laughs> All right, guys. I love you. Be safe out there. Take care of yourself. And I will see you guys soon. Peace out. This is thesis.